0: Senior superlatives. We can kind of do that as well if you're looking at teams in the tournament still, right? Right. I, I mean, to me, the biggest thing you look at first is who is the team that's most likely to win the whole thing? Because if, if you really break it down, there's only a, a couple teams, I think, that are true, valid teams you are, you're comfortable with as a national champion.
1: Yeah, I think it's Houston. Mm-hmm. I think number one is Houston. You saw the way that they did Auburn in that second half. It was just a straight beatdown. Their guard play is ridiculous. They've got depth on this team. Their defense is really, really elite. They're the most balanced team uh, in the country, I would say. They've pretty much been the most balanced team all year. Mm-hmm. Sasser is ridiculous. Shed is ridiculous. And Jairus Walkers probably going to be the top five, top five draft pick in the NBA uh, draft this year. Yeah, I, I, and I like Kelvin Sampson. He has a bunch of fire. He's a really good coach. I think it's them. I think if they do what they need to do, It get ugly for everyone they play against.
2: Yeah, I completely agree with you on Houston. The other the other team I would say would be Alabama. Then you know just because they play really good defense, they could score, they could hit the three, they have Brandon Miller who's going to be an NBA player. Mm -hmm. And what I like about them right now, I mean I know that I'm betting against them with San Diego State, but they're winning a lot of these games that they shouldn't. You wouldn't think that they would win because they're not really playing all that great offensively. They haven't been clicking offensively. In the SEC tournament, they were, but these first two tournament games, they just really haven't been getting it going. So. I'd say Alabama and Houston those are the teams most likely. Obviously now that all the blue bloods like Kansas has been right, eliminated. Right. Right.
0: The only reason I would lean Alabama though I agree that Houston's the more complete team. Alabama's got, kind of it's got an easier path. And sometimes yeah. that matters, yes. right? Creighton or Princeton, exactly. San Diego State, you got FAU possibly or Tennessee or Michigan State. I mean, it depends on how obviously this whole situation shakes out here. But sometimes it comes down to just the path and the opponents that are in front of you too. It's why when you have the whole bracket release and we see everybody and where they are, we start looking at paths to final fours for one seeds and two seeds and who's got a harder path and who got it really tough. Everybody, right? Kansas got a tough draw. Yeah. People don't like, and, I, and I agree with that. That Kansas got a much tougher draw, and they're already out. Now they didn't have their head coach, which certainly doesn't help. But sometimes that can make a difference. Alabama's fast too. Yeah, like it's not just Brandon Miller who is top five pick in the NBA draft. They are fast, almost seventy three possessions per game. Like they, they play they play
2: like the seven seconds or less Suns, and they just go. Yeah, I know. And, and but that's the thing, man. They could also slow it up. Like they could win rock mm-hmm. fights too. Mm-hmm. I agree that they have the easier path. I would love to see a neutral game, Houston and Alabama, because they are the two best teams in the country. And I can't—I want this for Houston because I feel like this is their last – I'm not going to say their last shot, but, you know, the last couple years they've been the best team, and a couple years ago they couldn't hit their free throws. They're so good defensively. I know they don't play in the best conference, but I really want this for Calvin Sampson.
1: Yeah, I think uh, UConn would beat Alabama. But
2: yeah, I mean, I man, the could. way that they're playing right now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> look at the way they're shooting. Look at the way they're rebounding. 30, they're just, they've already got 34 points. There's seven and a half minutes to go in this game. They're so good on the glass. Yep. R- right now, they're 12 and a half point favorites on the live line. I mean, this could be a blowout. And, and Arkansas all of us are, is dudes, too.
1: Yeah, and all of us are you know, fans of Arkansas, but you didn't hear any of us being like, oh, I need to jump on Arkansas nope. plus 12 and nope. a half. You're like, no, oh, you know, I think I might... Just take my L and go home.
0: I stayed UConn the whole way, and I just – they are – by the way, their rebounding margin plus 11 in this game.
2: And and they were 11 already. Exactly, man. And they were plus 28 coming – plus 29 going into this game. And that's the thing. Like, how do you defend them? Because they're averaging right now 36 points per game in the paint, and then they're shooting over 45% from three. So, like, double down on them in the post, and they kick it out to their shooters. They're really tough.
0: You pretty much can't miss against them.
2: That's what it is. If you're hitting your shots, you've got a chance. Even Danny Hurley can't blow this. Right. Careful. It's always a way. Even the must man can't get past. I, no, I know. <laughs> this game's far from over, too. I mean, this is the NCAA tournament. Yep. Maybe it is time to yeah, jump on a 12-and-a-half at,
1: If you look at, and I know this was in the, the PK uh, Invitational, which was like, a million years ago it was the November 25th, which feels like you know six months ago. Phil
0: Knight Invitational for people that aren't as cool as Trista, just yeah, so you know. Phil Knight
1: Invitational, yeah. one of the early non-conference she tournaments. She's
0: She's cool like that. Cool
1: they like they that. beat the hell out of Alabama, 82-67. Yep. Yeah. It was just never close. It was uh, just a beat down from the very beginning. I think that Sonogo in that game had 25. Brandon Miller had 30, and it didn't matter. Quinterly had thirty. What he had twelve, and it did not matter. So, yeah, I mean, it was just a game of uh, dominance.
2: Yeah, and then like mid-season, they got bored. That's what it seemed like. We yep. thought that they were, you know, kind of falling apart. And then they won eight of their last ten, or nine of their yeah. last ten. They look really good right now.
0: All right, what about now? Taking out the two games we've got going on right now, obviously. Okay, take out Arkansas, the Arkansas game, and where they are. This will make sense in a second. Take out Michigan State. Teams most likely to lose this round. So the Sweet Sixteen again. Take. Making out the two teams that are losing right now because that's too easy.
1: I would say probably Princeton. I
0: go Princeton. Princeton is number one by far. Oh, they're getting bounced tomorrow. Yeah, they're getting bounced. I like Creighton
2: tomorrow. I was actually surprised to see that go back to nine and a half. I think it's been a fun run for Princeton. They don't have the talent. I think, man, I heard a couple people today make the case for Miami. That scares the hell out of me. I have way too much money on Houston getting to the (laughs) Elite Eight. I can see Bama as good as – I just got done hyping them up. They have the easiest path. I can see them getting knocked off. Like if San Diego State – it's scary because they're a Mountain West team. Mm -hmm. But if they're able to play their game and Bama has one of those games where they're not hitting shots, I know how good they are defensively. I just feel like San Diego State isn't getting enough respect just because of the conference they're in. But I don't want to say that because I said that about Utah State and then they hit two threes the entire game and I lost a tremendous amount of units. So I'll go Bama still, though. That would be my pick as far as like top teams. As far as just, like, I know they're probably getting balanced. It'd be Princeton. I think Creighton wins that game and moves on.
1: Everything else to me feels very up in the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I could see a scenario where Texas beats the hell out of Xavier, and I could see a scenario where Xavier hits every single three and is impossible to stop. They This Xavier team wants to get up and down. They're a very fast-paced team, one of the best in tempos in, in all of college basketball. And they're all shooting, you know, 40% from three. So I think that the second or third best three-point shooting team in the country. So I could see a scenario where they beat Texas, right? Like, you could, yep. you could see that. Yeah, third best three-point shooting team in all of college basketball. so
2: Yeah, and they have the coaching advantage, too, which and is obviously have, important, yeah. right? And they
1: have the coaching advantage, so.
0: It's always easy to sit there and look at a 15 seed and make them the easiest or the most likely to, to lose, especially when you're up against a team that's got – they go – the the Creighton lineup is just so interesting because you've got everything from like six feet to seven one on that roster. So you got size, and you got playmakers at every position. So it's hard for me to pick anything other than than Princeton. Although Arkansas right now looks like they're about ready to go down big. If they, well they already are. They're down fifteen. If this continues, they're they're going to be. It's not even going to be a, a game at this point. But I guess, yeah, you know the what, fifteen though? seed. You, it's it's just you, you have to. It's. Even if you believe in their story, even if there are things that you liked that you saw through the first two games, it's hard to not look at the 15 seed and say, they got to be the most likely to lose at this point.
2: Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. The only thing I was really going to quick uh, say about Arkansas, this might be where they want to be, down 17, as crazy as that sounds. They suck when they have a double-digit lead, as we know. They blow big mm-hmm. leads. But the must man, he's at his best when he's playing from behind. He just did his encore interview. Would have loved to hear it. He probably <laughs> said, yeah, we're at least going to try to cover the spread for Trista. Uh, right now we can't hit a shot to save our life. There you go. Wide open three in the corner, 14-point game. I think they have a run in them, and I think mm-hmm. I'm going to live bet actually Arkansas right now. At What's 11. the number? At what? It's uh, just went from 12.5 back down to 11.5, mm. 14-point game. I think they have a run in them, though. Yeah, I, think, I don't I, hate that. I think this will be close. Really high total so far, 155 and then 152 there.
1: Yeah. Uh, One f- the other
2: team that's getting beat? Tennessee's going down tonight. To are Owls. you thinking that? I'm starting to think that a little Do bit. Do you? Yeah. That I, makes me nervous. Yeah.
1: That makes me Everybody's really nervous.
2: Everybody's all high on Tennessee. I'm hearing how great they are defensively. I feel like people like just started watching Tennessee also last week. Like, this team really struggles offensively. In Florida Atlantic, the problem is they've only played one top 50 team all season, though. So, who knows? I mean, they step up in class here. They're playing an SEC team. Maybe they get blown out. But I just, I don't know. I think that they're going to win this game. I think that's what that number's telling you. It continues to go down. They're only plus 170 on the money line. I like them. Nobody gave them a chance against Memphis for some reason. What about team most likely to pull an upset? And by upset, I'm not talking
0: about seeding. I'm talking about spread. That, to me, is where – that's where the upset – or, well, money line, technically – that is what, to me, is where we're talking about
2: upset. I'll cop out and say San Diego State, since I really like them at 7.5. They're only plus 280 on the money line. I'd probably want something a little bit better. I'll say the Zags, just because I've heard everybody today pick UCLA. They're the favorite in the game. If they're fully healthy, I like UCLA to go all the way to the final four. But we'll see. If No Bona tonight. Obviously, you know, no Jalen. And now you're going against Drew Timmy, who, I mean, that guy knows how to get buckets. He's one of the better college players of all time at least of the last decade. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's going to be a great pro, but he's tough to stop. And if they could get any three-point shooting, if any of their guards step up tonight, I think the Zags could win outright. For me, going into
0: this day, it was Kansas State. They were an underdog, even though they were the higher seed against Michigan State. Obviously, they've got the lead right now, so it looks like it. I would actually go Xavier, maybe over Texas. Yeah. As something. They're four-and-a-half-point dogs, I mean, plus 160 on the money line. Yep, that's right. Plus 160. So, I mean, there's a chance – They're able to pull that off. Jerome Hunter's averaging 19 points a game through the first two rounds. Like, somebody like that goes off. It makes the difference in what looks like it could be a close game, too. So I I would probably lean Xavier as tomorrow, and then, again, Kansas State right now coming into this was mine. I bet them to cover in. I bet them on the money line, too.
1: Yeah, and I I agree with you, Ryan, about San Diego State. We saw the path uh, in terms of how you can beat Alabama. You have to be a really good perimeter defense. You have to have good rim protection force them into traffic, make them make bad decisions. They are privy and prone to turn the ball over, especially considering Brandon Miller is so young. If Brandon Miller gets taken out of the game because you body him up and you're super physical, other than him and Quinterly, they don't have a lot, a lot of crazy scoring. So I think that's the way to do it, and that's San, Diego's, San Diego State's game plan.